Sound speeds. You want to clap then? I'll clap once the OBS is going. OBS speeds. It's recording? Yeah. Ha 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 ha. Wait, wait, wait. 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 We got these cables. We can't touch the cables. Don't touch the cables. Listen, that's... <clears throat> when I say... Uh, so you could do a timestamp right now as a test. And we'll censor that. We'll censor that one in post. Listen, we are on a small budget right now. We don't have... We don't have... The, t the, f uh, the entire hangar full of... Um, uh, legal staff that it would require to, to do live censoring of me saying So we have time stamp that one again. We have to go back in time. We have to manipulate the fourth dimension in order to prevent your sensitive ears from hearing this hateful word. Here comes the clap, by the way. I learned that one in film school. That's a film school trick that they teach you. That my entire, my family's entire, um, the wealth, the generational wealth invest in black business. The generational wealth um, that my father accrued over a lifetime of um, hard service and uh, drinking and driving. The $250,000 that was spent wisely on my college education, RISD, Rhode Island School of Design, um, Andrew Fryband. Uh, using my name in class, I'm hearing this from current students saying, talking shit about me because I'm a Trump supporter. Andrew, I don't, I barely, barely know who this guy is. Okay, Rhode Island School of Design. The teachers still talking shit about me. Fifteen years after the fact. And what did I get for my money? Okay, I should personally go beat this guy. What is that? Is that him? What are you looking at? He asked me to get him a treat. Who did? Joey. Oh, okay. What'd you get him? I said, my bad, just seen this, because I didn't see him. If there are treats, I need to be on the receiving end of the treats as well. Dude, when I don't get treats, when you guys get each other treats and I'm not involved, I don't feel left out. I just feel like, what am I, what am I doing? Who, do I, who can I call my friends? I need to surround myself with people that feed me like Jabba the Hutt. Where I'm like constantly being given candies and cream pies. Not hey, censor that joke, <laughs> Jesse. Time code that cream pies. We're we're not. Oh no no no, we're not letting them have that one. Oh no no no, that's that's you pay for that. You can get that on the Patreon. But uh, film school education, I learned to clap in order to synchronize the audio and video, and I learned that the microphone, how sensitive it is to dis disruption, okay? You can even hear the cable being touched. Did you know that? And you can't smoke on them, except this one. I paid an extra $700 to get the smoking model. That's what this is, the Neumann uh, T51S for smoking. You can, <laughs> all right, no, don't, don't, I don't like that joke. Don't nod and smile. I hate that, I don't like, I don't want a yes man. I want people who agree with me because I'm smart, not because I'm, not because they fear me. All right, what are we looking at first here? Hey, losers and you pathetic worms. I just came from shopping and I want you to reimburse me. Uh, this was $58. 
This was um, $111. Uh, as you know, you can cash app me and reimburse me on Worship Goddess Fancy. And don't forget, your wallet. You're a worm. But girls are sexy and made out of Pepsi. Does she make money? Does she get a lot of money? Do we know if she has a, uh, is she a popular fin dom? Uh, she's got 328 views on that. 328 views. <laughs> I can go, well, so no. So probably nobody sent her any money. Well, I'm thinking if each view sent in money. Yeah, so that's, well, you're, you're so optimistic. That's what you want to believe is that all 328 viewers are paying her. I like that. That's a good outlook. I like that outlook. Um, first, first off, right off the bat, perfect guy life. We are starting. We are starting by showcasing black voices. We're starting by showcasing the voices that need to be heard in our community. Okay, this beautiful woman. She's gone shopping, and you losers need to pay up. Uh, I don't really know if there's any. If there's anything here to dig into, I don't really want to start this podcast off by shitting on some random black woman, but um, I don't know. See, people are people are paying her. People are getting fulfillment out of that. She's making twenty five dollars a week. Let's skip ahead. Let's move ahead. Let's move on. Is that the full video? The main thing that I'd be concerned about with this is um, hearing damage in that young child. And also, you know, for him, but he's made his, he's making his choice. He's making his own choice, but I'd be concerned about hearing, you know, he's an adult. He can do what he wants. If he wants to damage his hearing, risk damaging his hearing, then that's fine. Um, but if he's going to subject a uh, young child to that, I don't think that's responsible. So that's the main thing that I'm worried about with that video is the hearing potential for hearing damage. <laughs> Let's watch that one more time. Okay, well, on second viewing, I think I've got some more things to say about this. First of all, I think it's, um, I always appreciate when seeing black people um, get into other sort of like weird culture, like black anime fans, um, you know, when black people are fans of Japanese stuff and they, and there's like uh, Mario Judah, Mario Judah types. That kind of heartens me because it makes me think, you know, maybe one of these days we can all get along. Maybe one of these days we can see eye to eye if these guys are going to start liking Naruto as much as I do. Maybe I'll watch, maybe I'll be a, an Israel Adesanya fan. Okay, maybe that'll start, step the conversation in the right direction. So this guy right here, he's imported a right-hand drive vehicle. 
from Japan. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a Nissan Patrol or something. But um, that's just that's a step. You don't like this? No, I just don't know what a Nissan Patrol is. Well, see, I'd probably be friends with this guy closer than I am with you. And I was thinking that it, it, it's probably just reversed, like from a front-facing camera. Uh, my head's all over the place right now. <laughs> this video really threw you for a loop. <laughs> Second of all, hey, look. He's spending time bonding with his child. <laughs> and, um, third of all, he's got his mask there on the... It was, that was a mask, that red thing, right? I can't see the How's the audio, by the way? Does it sound good? <laughs> it sounds good. Okay. Uh, he's got his mask, and so he's, he's being responsible. He's spending quality time with his um, son, and he's a fan of uh, Japanese cars. So I'm going to let this guy slide and let his voice be heard. Here at perfect, what, are we settled on perfect guy life? Is that the, is that the final? Is that better than Spodcast? Yeah, perfect guy life is pretty hard. Oh, I know you like that because you like the perfect guy life. What about Schmussel Factory? Schmussel Factory? There is one that I like. Spodcast is pretty good. The perfect guy life Spodcast. That's pretty good. I like that. All right, next one, Jesse. Women voices are the second most important. Women, vo I mean this. Women voices are the second most important type of voice in the world to be heard. And that's why we're going in second tier here, lower tier, but still high, still cap, still topping off the show. All right, still heading, heading, headlining here with female corner. In my house, if you come in my house, I have my own female corner and that's your corner to do whatever you want. You can sit and face the corner. You can turn it into a, um, Meditate, meditation corner, yoga, whatever it, whatever it is that you want to do in that corner, you go to that corner when you come to my house if you're a female, and you have free reign. And no man is going to bother you there. No man is going to set foot in that corner so long as you don't want him to. Understand me? Um, <clears throat> let's, let's start off with female corner. Ladies, let me tell you something. I'm going to share another little secret. I can't keep sharing my secrets with y'all now. Before you want a man to eat your pussy, you need to make sure that bitch is clean. You need to make sure it's smelling like fragrance or something, just not stink. Because let me tell you something, ladies. If that pussy ain't clean, a nigga will talk about you behind your back. A nigga will let you know, like, La mama, I smell something or even do a funny face. I'm like, uh-uh, I ain't finna eat that. You got some niggas that probably just don't care. They like eating pussy whether it stinks or clean. But a real man... Care about himself, and he gonna tell you, little mama, you need to go clean your your coochie. Your pH, pH balance is off. You feel me? That shit is not cute. Don't fuck no man at the pussy dirty. Don't get no man eat no coochie at the pussy dirty. Cause guess what? Like I said, a nigga will always talk about you like a dog behind your back, or they may tell you in your face your shit stink. So for you not to be embarrassed, go bathe that pussy. Period. How many views does that one have? I think that's solid advice. I don't see I don't have an issue with that. Are you guys on, what are you looking on your phones? What are you doing? You know, ladies, I think if you if you you got to uh, keep your pussy <laughs> your, keep, <laughs> uh, your, pu your pussy should be smelling like fragrance or something. I think that's that's solid. It can't be no stink. <laughs> you know? 
that's been the, that's been the downfall of many um, many ladies in in social circles in uh, college and whatnot is uh, when men like a dog will talk about you behind your back because your pussy stank. Okay, can we watch that one more time? Never mind. <laughs> no, I don't care that much. I don't want to see that again. All right, next one. Hey y'all, okay, so I'm on my little breaky break right now. And you know when you're on your break, you just be like, ooh, I gotta have fun, I'm a little life or whatever. But anywho, so I'm on my break, and while I was working, I came up with another rap. I don't know why, but you know, low key, I be thinking I'm like a rapper and stuff, and I be showing my skills on my show. Um, next episode, I'm gonna have some new stuff, it's gonna be day bad, but I just made this up. And no, I don't got no ghost writers. <laughs> okay, actually, it's just, it's just for fun, okay? All right. <clears throat> Y'all ready? Tell me what you think about it so far though. Okay. All right. One. I ain't got no beat. So maybe y'all can help me with a beat or something. All right. If y'all hear something, it's my little heater. I'm always cold. All right. You ready? Mm. Bitch, I looked him from his tainted tip. Fresh up out the shower and I climbed up on his dick and rolled a tip up to an hour. I could tell the other hoes he fuck with boring ain't too shit. Cause when I let him gag me out, he nutted quick forgot to. Can we pause it? Um, and that's not to say that women should be beaten. I don't think they should be. I don't want to get into race too much. Now I'm wondering if she's seen the, the pussy cleanliness video. That's my second thought here. Because if she's walking around with a stank pussy that doesn't smell like fragrance, hey, now it's, now it's the gloves are off, okay? Pussy wet because I be fucking in a sucking on a dick. <laughs> that's a great rap. You're amazing. You're amazing. Everybody thinks they're going to every this isn't a racial thing. But these chicks they think they're going to be like Cardi B or something. This chick probably thinks that she's going to be the next Cardi B. Everybody thinks they're going to be the next something, and that's the justification for like not for like fucking working at fucking Best Buy. I'm just not discovered yet. I haven't been discovered yet. This is the type of shit that makes me think the Illuminati is right. Okay, maybe there should be fluoride in the water. Maybe they're doing the right thing. Maybe there should, maybe the, this chick should have a fucking microchip. How about that? She should have a microchip. She should have fluoride in the water. Her ovaries should be uh, computer controlled. Um, she should have an ear tag that shows researchers where and when she's been going where. Okay, there should be CCTV cameras. Uh, Capturing her face <clears throat> and recording her her every move. Okay, she should have her phone calls listened to just because fuck it No reason that's not gonna be useful really to anyone. I mean, she's not a terrorist, but I would record her phone calls I don't care. I'd fucking spy on her in the bathroom If I was the Illuminati I'd be like computer pull up that chick that was rapping about fucking hopping dick If I was uh, David Rockefeller, I'd, I'd make her my pet project. I would try to get her organs. And then I'd, tax, I'd, just, I'd have her taxidermied on my wall. <laughs> her butt? <laughs> her, yeah, her butt, yeah. <laughs> I would have her butt taxidermied on my wall. Fuck it. Uh, I'm voting for Biden. All right, let's, uh, let's, keep, let's keep playing. Let's see what, the, what else she's rapping about here. Those are good protein. I want that merge of DNA cause I'm a loyal devotee. I would never make the same mistake to fuck a nigga with no clout. If he ain't spend no bread on me, then he can't even eat me out. <laughs> okay, I'm a lady again. Bye.
<laughs> God damn. That ending is pretty dark. Yeah. What else? What else we say? What do you say? What do you think? Uh, there's something about the way girls talk that, like, uh, especially now with like Twitter and Instagram being what it is, that like they seem to think their identity is some kind of like brand. Mm-hmm. And uh, like she, she seems like the type of girl that would like if she saw a camera, like a. Uh, like a news camera or something or someone just like filming something she'd like shout her instagram well i'm yeah i'm waiting for people to start signing off <clears throat> real life conversations with um like comment and subscribe yeah like when we're chill like hey julian i'll see you later man make sure you subscribe peace or like uh sponsored sponsored conversations like have you heard of what's that neck the the fucking uh neck harness thing that joe rogan's been selling do you know what that is do we know what that is St- fucking stupid ass fucking the fucking uh mandible claw fucking neck uh mongoloid neck neck raper can we um jesse can you look up on youtube uh neck halo and this is this is one of those things that joe rogan did an ad for that's like one of his um it's, it's supposed to not look like an ad it's supposed to look like he was just brought it up organically on his podcast the iron neck this shit. Can you imagine buying this and fucking wearing... Look at this drag queen. Yeah, you're gonna get buff, dude. You're gonna get all the ladies after you fucking hulk up your neck. Look at this fucking guy. Yeah, it's like the Reebok pump. You pump it up. <clears throat> there we go. Adjustable resistance. I like how it tells you what to do at the bottom as if anything you do in this is not going to result in you being in a chiropractor's office in uh, five years. Look at this fruitcake. Imagine going to the gym and doing this and not and not thinking you're going to end up in some uh, uh, CrossFit workout fail con- uh, compilation. It looks like something from Saw. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Julian said it looks like something from Saw. You have to keep it parallel to the ground. This asshole. Stupid asshole. Look around and see that. Make sure no one's uh, laughing at you. <laughs> That's what the workout is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. More efficiently look around to see if anyone's laughing at you. Yeah, yeah. Stupid guy. You just stand here and do this for half an hour. All right, let's let's cut this. I think I had enough of looking at uh, Saeed doing his uh, terrorist neck workout here. So how did I get on this tangent? I was talking about Joe Rogan selling this thing. Oh yeah. So the next thing is going to be uh, you're just you're just going to be paid. You're going to be paid in microtransactions to mention products to your friends. It'll be like affiliate marketing, but it'll be like. Um, You'll have a thing on your phone that tracks when you mention the product. So I'll be like, hey, uh, hey, Julian, you haven't heard of um, Metropolitan Tabac, have you? And then I'll hold it to, I'll hold it up to a non-existent camera, and you'll be like, what? And I'll be like, yeah, no, it's my favorite brand. Anyway, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, I'm sorry to hear you had a death in the family, man. That sucks. Back to female corner. Do we have any more female corner links? All right, let's watch it.
Just shake that ass for Joe Biden. We don't actually like him, but what to do? Just vote blue, get Trump out of office, and start new, bitch. <coughs> That's fine. <coughs> I got no problems with that. She's hustling. She's going to be the next Cardi B. She's political. She's uh, 16 years old. She's got well-formed political opinions. Mob politics. Vote for decrepit pedophile vacant guy that's a conduit for just nihilistic corporate globalist shit she knows what she's doing i dig it <clears throat> all right that's female corner let's move on i think we've heard we've heard enough female voices listen even a guy like me as generous as i am at some point i have to say that we've heard enough black voices and female voices i think you can agree with me i think it's time to keep it keep it rolling don't worry We'll be back next episode. We're going to start off every episode like this. I've made a commitment. In addition to pledging $400,000 to charity, we've made the commitment to start off every episode with black voices and female voices. Next up, Eye on the Competition. Now, I'm, not, I'm actually not a racist. I'm a fan of fighting, of MMA. I am an Israel Adesanya fan. I'm a, uh, I'm a fan of anybody who has fighting skill. I think it's an, a very impressive thing. I like it a lot. Um, Francis Ngannou, if you don't know, is Joe's, Joe's latest fascination. And it's a guy who's, um, he's not that enormously skilled as a fighter. He's just black and uh, su super ripped. Look at Joe's face. Look at the size of that. Look at the size of that, man. A guy who counts Mike Tyson as one of his heroes, and he doesn't count as one of his heroes. Look at Joe's face when, he, when you see him. He admires Mike Tyson because of his technique, and that's what motivates him every single day is to become Joe is technical. He knows he has the power. He knows he has the speed. He wants to get better. He's a student of the game, and that is bad news for his heavyweight. Wait till you see Joe. Joe, when, when Joe sees the black guy, he starts getting heart palpitations. When he sees Stipe, he's just regular. Tomorrow with a big opportunity to make the record books. And so Joe's got the enthusiasm and performance. He's got to do the voice and everything. But he's, he's got eyes. His eyes are locked on this black guy. Look at this. Look at Joe. Either of them giving it Oh, look at Joe, man. Oh, my God. Here he is. He's touching him. He's touching that big arm that's as big as Joe's leg. Francis, tell me, how did you get so big and so black? Can I touch your abs? No, you cannot touch my abs, Joe. I don't uh, do a homosexual... Uh, I do not do this. I do not want a homosexual, Joe. Please, no. Please do not eyeball me anymore. I do not want sex with you, Joe. Francis and Gano, look at him. Let's oil him up. <laughs> and now here he is with Stipe. He's looking into the crowd now. Now he's looking into the crowd. He's looking in his eyes. It's a huge fight. It's one of the most exciting heavyweight title fights ever. Give us your thoughts. And his body language. Jesse, pause it. And his body language here is he's, he's, he's doing this. He's leaning into him like, like um, old guys will talk to you like this. Like, how do you expect? And he's doing this. 
His, he's, he's saying, he's saying, Stipe, you're the world champion, blah, 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 whatever the fuck he's saying. His body language is saying, Stipe, how do you expect to beat this big black guy? He's oiled up. Look at his muscles. What if his muscles had oil on him? Would you want to touch his abs? Touch him. I just touched his arm, Stipe. He's big. He's big. What do you want me to say? The black, this fucking big black guy comes on. He's looking at his fucking muscles. And then he talks to Stipe. He's looking in Stipe's eyes and almost talking to him like, yeah, are you sure you want to do this? Are you sure you want to do this? His muscles are oily. Sickening. Okay. Well, anyway, what, where were we going with this? Where was I starting on this? Oh, how I don't want to talk trash about Joe Rogan. <laughs> Dude. Oh, yeah. Can we go back to the um, video now of uh, Joey talking about, or uh, of Joey talking about Jamie getting COVID, of Joey, <laughs> Joey the rapper. Talking about Jamie getting COVID. Let's pull that up, Jamie. <laughs> oh, man. Hello, friends. So we have a situation. Young Jamie Vernon tested positive today for COVID-19. I tested negative. The rest of the staff tested negative. Can you pause uh, it? I need the... um. I need to isolate that clip of Joe saying I tested negative and just repeat that... Uh, we gotta, that should be the intro to this show is Joe Rogan saying, I tested negative. And then, like, Photoshop him outside of an AIDS clinic or something. I tested negative. Uh, thank God. I was really worried about that. Um, all right, hit play again. But Jamie tested positive. He thought maybe he had a sinus infection or allergies, but he has COVID. Uh, we were off last week. The episodes that aired, we had previously recorded, so I hadn't seen Jamie in about nine days. And he said somewhere around... Hit pause there. Man, he hadn't seen him in nine days. That must be a record. Well, he doesn't count the sauna visits as, as seeing him. That's not what he means by seeing him. He means seeing him in a professional sense. When, he, when they meet up at the sauna, that doesn't count. Um, here's the thing. I'm a Joe Rogan fan. I love Joe Rogan. I'm his biggest fan, and I'll never say a negative word about him or anything that casts aspersions or shadows upon his character or his name i will say this however look here's the here's my main here's the thing to point out here's my main thing my main thing why i hate joe rogan and want to kill him not even joe more jocko i would fucking kick jocko willing's ass i'd fucking beat the brakes off that fucking guy easy yeah me and julian could take jocko willing fucking pussy ass u.s marine what's he gonna do call in to air support Fuck out of here with that, fucking jock. Yeah, I'd start. I'd start he's a big fan yeah, what's he gonna? He's gonna try to pound my ass. I'll tell you that. He's gonna get me on the jujitsu. He's gonna try to hug me. He's gonna get put pajamas on and try to hug me to death in a street fight. No. What's he gonna do? Run twenty miles with a backpack on? How's that gonna help him when he's staring down the barrel of this gun? <laughs> That's an open challenge, Jocko Willink. I'll fight you with one hand tied behind my back. Okay, serious time. <clears throat> the thing, one thing I, uh, that my gripe, my gripe with Jocko Willink. Jocko Willink is this advice type guy, this, um, this guru, this lifestyle guru type guy. He wakes up at 4.45 a.m. every morning and he gets after it, man. He's, he's going after it hard. He's going after it. He's in the sand. He's running with his feet, with sand, uh, sand in his feet on the beach, okay? He's doing more running than I've ever done in my life. Listen. Jocko Willink wrote a book that went viral. His life now, his, his hard work lifestyle consists of running a podcast, uh, 
and doing a perpetual 10-year-long book tour. That's great. I'm sure the book is good, etc., etc. But when it comes to getting a business off off the ground, being a uh, millennial or a Gen Z person in a city with no prospects, no skills, no money, no nothing, okay? He does not have the the formula for getting it popping, all right? Um, you think imagine imagine uh, Jeff Bezos coding Amazon in his in his garage, what his diet probably consisted of. He's probably eating potato chips every day. If you want to start something, if you want to do something, if you have nothing and you want to gain something, if you want to get from nobody status to something, some stream of income or something that's going to help you escape toil, you have to make, uh, you have to, you really have to sacrifice your quality of life. You have to sacrifice, you can't be waking up at 4.45 in the morning, going, drinking a green juice, drinking 15, uh, $15 green juices that, uh, Rogan has 10 of a day. You're not gonna have time to go to a sensory deprivation tank and do cryotherapy. You can't do fucking, uh, <clears throat> it's just not how it works. If you're trying to, if you're trying to do something, ask any, any person that's coded a successful video game or made a, look at the, um, uh, any, any web startup, anything that's anything in the early, in the infancy, in the early stages of those, those things, which is the only stage, that's the only stage that matters. That's the only stage where you need to be on your, on your shit and know what you're doing. After that, everything else can go on autopilot. You can have people managing things for you. You can go out bow hunting and eating elk and, um, trying out new supplements and doing all this, all this shit. You think Jocko Willink is sitting there researching what, how to formulate his supplement? Fuck no. He had a, uh, when you're that high profile, people come out of the woodwork. People have done this to me. People come out of the woodwork with their supplement that they've already formulated. This is GS, USP lab tested. This is this, this is our supplement. We want to put your name on it. We're going to give you 30% of what it makes. It's the new Jocko Willing supplement. All he does is signs a piece of paper and gets a check. Point being, if you point being if you're lost you're trying to get somewhere. You're not going to find the fucking formula listening to Jocko Willink telling you to fucking, uh, what type of gun to buy for self-defense. Same's true for, uh, same's true for Joe. This low effort video, I would never, I would never release. Have I ever released anything that looks like this? When I, when I have the, my back, I've, ne I've never, what the, the background in my, when my, the last time my background in my video was this unconsidered, this aesthetically hideous and low effort was when I was doing this, the cell phone videos, uh, at my mom's house. And then, and then at that point it was part of the joke. Part of the joke was like, my life is in shambles. I'm fucking living with my mom in a, uh, five, uh, efficiency one bedroom apartment. Check out this cool bathroom. That was part of the joke. This guy, he, who he could call any person and have a, a video team descend upon him with lights, whatever. Anyway, let's hit play, Jesse. Thursday, this past Thursday, he felt like shit for a day and then started feeling better on Friday. And by Saturday, he was mostly over it. Today, he says he feels 90%-ish, but it's COVID. So we canceled all the shows. We're happy he has a mild case, but we canceled all the shows. 
Uh, I'm keeping away from everybody and testing myself and testing the staff every day until uh, we're in the clear. There's nothing we can do. So we're canceling all podcasts this week, and I won't know when we will do them again until we get a, a clear let's, from let's the doctor. It. There's nothing he could do. This is a million dollar, hundred million dollar deal. Before that, it was it was probably a million, at least a million dollars a month. Damn, man. There's nothing we can do. There's nothing we can do. One of our employees is sick. This media empire has to topple to its knees at a bad time because there's nothing we can do. Because we got a boo-boo. I got a boo-boo on my ankle. We have to stop filming this right now. I got a boo-boo on my ankle. See? Look at it. Zoom in on that. Ooh, ooh, my ankle. Ooh, oh, shit. Ah, I can't do this. I can't do this right now. What am I going to do? So this is the eye on, eye on the competition. We're checking out what the competition's up to. That's what this segment of the podcast is. We've got to see what these rival podcasts are doing. We've got two dope queens. Can we see, is there a trailer for this on YouTube? HBO is proud to present the dopest queens to ever queen in the history of queening. What an amazing idea to have your own special on HBO. This is what our ancestors fought for. Harriet Tubman. This is for you, Sojourner. Here's to us, the dopest of queens. Hey, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. You can't touch my hair. You know that. Philip, you, you know that. That was like black on black crime. Right here on HBO, straight after Game of Thrones. We're not, we're not after Game of Thrones. TDQ plus no, GOT. We definitely didn't get the slot behind Game straight of Thrones. Right after we didn't, Game of Thrones. But we didn't. Yeah. Listen, I don't have an issue with black people. I think they're all fantastic. I don't want to make this a racial thing. I think the main story, main thing about that is just how desperate how desperate these entertainment companies are for content. Um it's really getting it's really bottom of the bottom of the barrel time. Um Netflix, Hulu, HBO, all the legacy media giants, they're scraping they're scraping the crack pipe for the last the last little bits of resin here. Did did anyone listen? I'm not. I don't. I'm not hating, hating on black people. They're black ladies. That's fine. What I want to know is: was there an actual flesh and blood television executive that watched that and thought that it was like exciting or like very funny? Like cutting that trailer. I would be w- wokeness and red pill stuff aside. Let's pretend for a second that they're both white and they're both wearing Trump hats and they're talking about fucking Hitler or whatever, okay? And they're doing this is something that I produced. I would be I would I would have cold sweat thinking about uploading that for people to see. I would be neurotic. I, ooh, ooh, ooh. What do they call it? It was like a douche chills. Is that what that's called? Douche pimples, douche chills, goose pimples. I would, I would be grinding my teeth if I knew that people were going to have to see that and it was going to be somehow tied to my name. Race, race stuff aside, if they were white and they were wearing MAGA hats and doing fucking whatever routine, 
if that was associated with me, I would be having, I would be crawling up a wall. My skin would be flaking off. Dermatitis. If I, if I knew that uh, this new Sam Hyde show is coming out. What'd they say? Fucking Harriet Tubman? That's blood. This is what our ancestors fought for. Oh, man. Ooh. It's black on black crime. He tried to put the TR on her head. Let's check this out real quick. This is the so many. Oh, so many white guys. I think that's the name. That's the other. I think these uh, these bitches had another IP called so many white guys. Yeah, dope queens. I'm sorry. So many white guys is one of the two dope queens girls side podcast project with Ilana Glazer. Phoebe's tired of being the token black woman in an ocean of white dude comedians. So in this podcast, Phoebe's calling the shots. I mean, I can't, I'm trying to, I'm trying to imagine myself from a comedy writing standpoint. Okay. It's not about the fact that it's a black woman and a white, white dude. I'm thinking if we flip the races here, I'm talking about myself. Sam's tired about being the token white man in an ocean of black dude comedians. I would never, I couldn't do that. She hosts intimate, funny, and super honest conversations with musicians, actors, etc., who are killing it in their fields and who aren't white dudes. Stay tuned for this one token white guy. It's only fair. Cameos by Phoebe's ball-busting executive producer, Ilana Glazer, and a whole host, whole lot of hijinks. I'm going to do one. <laughs> I'm going to showcase talent that's not Jew dudes. How about that? I can't believe this. I can't believe that people get away with writing this. I'm sick and tired of all these Jew dudes. I want to start. <laughs> oh, my God, man. Oh, uh, Jesse, can you scroll down? I, I'm thinking about all the white guys. Let's play that right there. views that has a thousand one hundred and forty six and they did you know they got a little photo shoot set up these are these are ostensibly celebrities this is being pushed through a like a real website wnyc studios is this is this publicly funded good god man yeah 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 this is so if you live in new york you're paying for this <laughs> oh man i love this this is awesome I the the take listen I'm not super interested in being the red pill podcast. I know that the take on this is like that it's anti-white and it's this like just shit destruction of American culture. I just think it's fucking whack. It's like uh it's hard it's hard to watch. What what's the point of having a season 2 if they only have a thousand views on this promo video? 
Did season one do all that well? Good God. Was this, is this chick, uh, is she in um, Arrested Development? Is this the same girl? And let's not, I'm not even going to point out that she probably refers to herself as a white person. Can we, can you click that picture? Let's show, she's pretending to be human here. Look at that beautiful smile and those close set eyes. Those, that's interesting to me, those close set eyes and this sort of rim of hair uh, that are, <laughs> she's shaped into uh, eyebrows here. This is, a, this is a beautiful person. Holy shit. She's just glowing with radiance and, um, and beauty, and everybody is focused on her. Broad City was such a, uh, <clears throat> such a widely watched show. Oh, I guess Broad City did become uh, Comedy Central's highest rated first season since 2012 among the younger demographics. I don't know what this shit means. I don't know how much 1.2 million viewers is for, uh, for Comedy Central. I don't know if that's a lot. Personal life. She gets porked. <laughs> she gets porked. Yeah, Wikipedia says she gets porked a lot in weird ways. LOL. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's move on here. We've 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 checked out the competition here. We checked out um, the two uh, two dirty holes and the so many white guys. I have to piss so ew sloppy toppy delight. Now I have to piss really bad, but I've heard that having a full bladder makes you more focused. So maybe if I just hold this in. Okay, this is the Call Her Daddy podcast. Which um, here's the deal: if you have a <clears throat> these listen. <laughs> these college before and after photos, you know, these girls that start off, they're so beautiful and innocent and um, uh, wholesome. And then you see the, the gradual decay as they go to college and they turn into these shaved head dykes. I've heard, I've been told this is a legal thing, that if they're of age and if they turn into that, if they start doing things like if they start making a call her daddy podcast and you're the father, you can legally... I'll edit, I'll, I'll edit that one out. This Don't edit that out, though. This week, in a solo episode with your father, Alex is detailing her sexcapades with Mr. Sexy Zoom Man, featuring her cum in his beard, his pussy-eating skills, her sex with him, and a battle between him and another man that made her realize how she feels about him. Alex also gets deep and opens up to the daddy gang about anxiety and some hate she has been receiving. Side note, don't message this person or, or send any hate their way. It's, this is not a real person, so you don't need to worry about this. Do something better with your time. And of course, you all know when you leave Alex alone with a solo episode, you are getting a new blowjob tip. This bad boy focuses on the upper third region of the penis and a multi... We don't have a pop filter on this microphone, do we? <laughs> Listen, guys, this blowjob fo uh, tip focuses on the upper third region of the penis. Okay, and of course, you're all getting a new tip. A new tip. <laughs> Hold on, let me get ready for this. A new tip. This one focuses on the upper third region of the penis. And a multitasking moment with the taint. Enjoy. Now listen, when I said you can legally... Uh, when I said if you're this person's father, you can legally... I know that's going to cause some ire. Imagine 
imagine father. I have to piss so bad. Imagine fathering someone that writes this. This is just absolutely hateful. This is real hate speech. <laughs> that's all. That's all I have to say about that. All right, let's uh, let's move on. We got Jimmy Fallon. Let's see what he's. This is the other thing. The other thing about um. The other thing about the Joe Rogan video is um. This is not more Rogan hate because I don't hate him. I love him. But um. Oh my God, man! All the um with the COVID shit. All the entertainment people they're doing they're doing webcam videos now have you seen that like jimmy Ki- like jimmy kimmel they'll have like, they'll have webcam segments on these shows that are million million dollar like one episode millions of dollars they'll have fucking webcam segments you kidding me can you um jesse can you look up uh sgn you're gonna love this you're gonna love this fucking shit Play uh, first video, whatever comes up. This is Jim from The Office, who is a multi-millionaire and is an action movie star somehow and is a CIA spokesperson. Look up uh, John Krasinski, CIA. Just type that in. When you come to the premiere, it's sort of the celebration of all the stuff you've done to make a show like this, all the people that are involved. I mean, I think that very, very often people don't realize how much is involved in doing this. And it looks like I'm on the poster, but I should be the last person on the poster because there's so many incredible people that did this. But to do it in particular so here... Humble. As- Th- thank you to the guy that held the light bulb and held the ladder for me. And uh, the guy that cleaned the toilet after I took a shit. Thank you to uh, <laughs> thanks. Thank you to the little people. That's that's who it is. It's not me. It's the little people. Hit play, play there. Uh, a USO event for me. I have to be honest and say it's one of the reasons why I took the role. One of the reasons why I took the role is to continue my relationship with the military community and to be here with these people. The big irony is they kept saying thank you to me, and the truth is I had to say thank you to them, not only for their service, but by having me here today. The cool thing about it, uh, this version for us, or for me at least as an actor, is. It takes a lot of pressure off that you get to do eight hours of content rather than two hours, right? So that was one of the big pitches to me was, what if the movies weren't the best place for Jack Ryan? Because it's hard to fit all that. Thank you so much for securing. Thank you so much for securing the oil fields and for securing um, Israel's security. For taking, thank you so much for taking care of Israel's security and getting the oil for us. It's really helping... Uh, you know, people like me and the little people, the guys, uh, the, the corn farmers out in Iowa and the people that make this country what it is, is helping, uh, you know, Ford Motorcraft, Ford, shout out to Ford, um, people that just are driving Ford Freestyle to uh, their job at Dunkin' Donuts, desperately trying to get by. It's really helping that we're spending uh, Trillions of dollars on missiles and uh, mutilating children and uh, destroying villages with drone bombing. It's uh, it's really just oh, you guys are the best. They, I should be thanking you, fucking faggot. All right, hit play. That story into two hours and over eight hours, we really get to learn these characters, get to know these characters intimately. We really get to spend time with them. So you see all of Jack's trepidations, all of him not wanting to Pause be here again. whatsoever. Yeah, that's what this uh, this character is so deep. It's a it's a CIA analyst. Who goes to the Middle East and he's he he disarms a guy with one karate chop 
And he's such a he's such a deep character that we need eight hours, not two hours, to get to know him a little better. You know what? I I need a full a full year's worth of binge watching of Jack Ryan because that character is so deep. Um, I'm the type of guy when I watch Jack Ryan, I have to stand up because the anxiety gets to me. I, I'm like this. I'm get him, Jack. Get the terrorists. Yes, yes, you got him. That's what I. That's the. That's the way I watch Jack Ryan. How do you watch Jack Ryan? I don't know. Write in and let me know. Because there's one thing, us Jack Ryan fans, we always connect, you and me. Big Jack Ryan fans, you know? There's nothing like watching a, a skinny, fucking big-nosed guy that nobody believes is tough. Uh, you know, nobody in their right mind could ever believe that John Krasinski's a tough guy in any way, shape, or form. Uh, and also, his fucking voice has gotten higher. Somehow, did the CIA get his, are holding his balls hostage? The guy's voice has gotten two octaves higher since doing The Office. It's fucking crazy, and you're really going to see that when we play the SGN. Some good news, SGN. The world's so full of hate. You know what? The world's so full of hate, we really need a, pod, uh, a, a show called Some Good News. That's what we need. I support I support this straight up terrorist country that is uh, squandering the entirety of its wealth, ensuring that the, the all future generations will be in, enslaved to debt. I support them uh, going over there and generating uh, malice. Malice in a, in a, in countries uh, half or completely all the way around the world, making um, millions of people hate us. Uh, but we need some good news. Imagine being that callous and that cynical. That fucking, uh, I don't know, vapid. All right, hit play. Ever, I think one of my favorite things is in the first three episodes. He says he doesn't want to go out in the field ever. Um, and he's dragged out there. So it's it's really this, it's it's nice to spend more time with this character. I learned so uh, so beautifully on 13 Hours that it's all about the people. So for me, one of the greatest moments of my life, not just career, was getting to meet um, all the operators that helped us out on 13 Hours and uh, really helped us make sure that we told the story in a real way. And so I just went back to the well and did that again. And the coolest thing ever for me, I mean, I totally nerded out when we got to the CIA. I, I think I probably embarrassed myself and I'm sure they have it on tape, so, um... Uh. Did this fucking guy say that one of the best moments of his life was be meeting a bunch of f***ing soldiers? These guys, they can run 20 miles through, uh, sand dunes, uh... It was definitely one of the best moments in my life, getting to meet them. <laughs> they can carry... They carry a gallon of water and m m rations and ammo 25 miles sometimes, and they can drive Humvees. I, it was one of the best moments of my life, getting to meet them. That's okay if you're five years old. You know what, John? One of the best moments in my life was getting to meet a real fireman. <laughs> that was really amazing. In fact, I let him know that he was a hero of mine uh, and that I should be thanking him. <laughs> That's what I'm going to start doing to uh, police and firemen when I see him out in public. I'm going to go up to him and go, Hey, man, I should be thanking you. <laughs> 
like be mad condescending. Like, hey, excuse me, officer. I know I'm. Uh, I know it may seem like I'm a big shot and I'm above you, and um, <laughs> your wife would probably be clawing at my door to fuck me. But I should be thanking you, sir. You're the real hero in this situation. Man, cops' wives, cops, that's, that's the thing about me. Cops' wives want to fuck me, which is why they always get all bent out of shape when they pull me over. You know, this is the way it is, I guess. You know, you know what I always tell cops? I say, when they pull me over, I say, sir, I respect you. And, um, you know, does your daughter think about fucking me? <laughs> you fucking pig cop. <laughs> hey, pig! <laughs> hey, pig, I bet I fucked your wife last night at the bar. Thank you, officer. <laughs> I should be thanking you. <laughs> hey, pig, I think I saw your wife at the adult bookstore through the glory hole last night. Thank you, sir, for your service. All right, go ahead and hit play there. Uh, uh, an officer. So I, I owe them everything. I really do. The CIA is something that we should all not only cherish, but be saying thank you every single day. I'll say it in front of him because I've said it in front of him before. He is, uh, without a doubt, one of the best actors I've ever worked right, with. He's also this. one of the... You should be thanking the CIA every single day. That's a heavy statement. <clears throat> that's a very, that's a heavy statement. They must be doing something really good. For me to thank them every single day. I mean, that's crazy. I guess I'll have to take his word for it. You know, I think I'll start thanking them when I wake up. I'll just make a note. I swear, I'll, my, my morning ritual, because I'm already waking up at 4.45 a.m. Because it's been shown that, uh, and that's really impressive, by the way, Jocko Willink, when you go to bed... At 7 p.m., waking up at 4.45, really impressive, dude. You're operating on no sleep? Wow. Because that makes sense to me. Having all that muscle, you must be getting three hours of sleep. That's possible. It's possible to be a competing uh, jujitsu athlete and uh, wrestle with Jeff Monson and not get wiped out immediately and to be getting three hours of sleep. I believe you. And this has nothing to do with the steroids that special forces all take, because um, that probably helped too. But uh, next time, next time I have a negative twenty dollars in my bank account, and I'm trying to um, trying to escape the torment that uh, you know most people are in, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up a Jocko Willink book, How to Get Your Grind Done. And I'm sure it's full of good advice, like brush your teeth and wash your hands and do a bunch of other, bunch of other bullshit. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah. So like I said, I'm already waking up at 4:45 in the morning, so I'll just make a mental note now. That's my time to thank uh, the C CIA. I'll set aside 15 minutes to thank the CIA. Um, but what's your what time of day? I invite you to figure out what time of day you'll be thanking the CIA. Just make a just make a note. Write it down. You know, whatever. Write down what time you're going to thank the CIA. All right, uh, let's go to the next, uh, some good news, SGN. <clears throat> That's Jocko Willink. That's how you eat like an animal. <clears throat> now I'll be tough. 
What kind of gun do you want? I'll think about that question for hours. Is this personal defense weapon? Does this really have the stopping power I need? I better ask Jocko. I better think about this practical question for hours and ignore the other work that I had to do. I should think for 24 hours <clears throat> over the course of the next two weeks about what gun has the right stopping power and the right carrying capacity for me. And I'll ignore um, dentist appointment and other stuff that's important. All right, hit, hit play there. Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to SGN. I'm John Krasinski, and boy, just when I thought being five episodes in, we were really hitting our stride and pretty much immune to any semblance of criticism, along comes the internet and says, hi, remember me? So without further ado, it's time for us once again to get straight to the notes. And at first, the criticism came in merely at the level of a good schoolyard ribbing through tweets like this one from David Harris, who writes, I'm a big, big fan of some good news, though you're spinning the globe the wrong direction in your opening. Or this one from Elliot M. John Krasinski, I love this show. Wondering, in addition to the awesomeness, if you could spin the globe in the proper direction for the opening. Counterclockwise, looking down. But then things quickly escalated to passive-aggressive, when Greg wrote, did the astronauts happen to mention that you're spinning the globe the wrong way? <laughs> Thanks, Greg. Well, that ignited Elliot M to fire shot number two with the globe, the globe, please just spin it the other way. That's all that stands between SGN and profession. It? So the idea behind this show is that it's some good news. The world is so hate-fueled in such a chaotic place, and there's always bad news, you only ever hear bad news, that we need some good news. That's why I'm gonna make this show low pressure, use my webcam, I'll be in my jammies from the waist down, my, my daughter's hand-colored the uh, graphic that we use, it's just a, a kid's drawing that says SGN, and we'll start with this cutesy globe thing. And I'm uh, pathologically triggered by the lightest of um, not even criticism of people people making people trying to reach out and make a happy. That's not even criticism. That's like hey, that's like when people tell me I look like shit. Hey Sam, you look like shit. That's like saying hi. Okay, this isn't even that. It's just people that want like him to uh, whatever. Fuck this guy. Why is, his vo why is his voice two octaves higher than it was like 20 years ago? This trend of um, big names doing webcam shit is fascinating to me. I mean, it's like, you know, they're, they're, what they're doing, they're, they're beta testing. It's that um, attention testing that I've talked about where they're testing to see how, you know, how much, uh, how much they can milk you for taxes but have uh, provide you with this illusion that um, uh, rich success is possible. So that's one of the things that they're beta testing. Another thing they're beta testing is how much, how much they can get away with. Like, do they really have to spend $2 million an episode on some talk show? Or can they just have some guy making a webcam show in his pajamas um, to get the CIA programming across? Can you pull up the... Uh, 
Jimmy Fallon BTS thing. And this was, I wrote this down. I wrote, I, listen, I really wrote this down because I was trying to remember Jimmy Fallon's name. I wrote, um, and I knew it would be a funny bit. I wrote down what I was really actually thinking. This is not like made up to try to sound silly. This is, I was trying to rack my brain, this forgettable ass fucking nobody guy who somehow has uh, the, the biggest late night talk show. Jeffy Tuttle, Jeremy Station, Jude Law, Jason Kepler. This is in my head. I'm trying to think, who is that fucking guy? Who's that guy that's utterly forgettable, saccharine, fake, nice, fake, funny, alcoholic guy that I'm trying to think of? Who is this guy? Kevin Portnoy, Jesse Yellen, Jesse, just one word, Jesse, Jeff Kittle, Jesse Hunter, Jimmy Kimmel, Jason Pedophile, Jimmy Fallon. I finally got it. All right, let's play the clip. One of the things I, I love about these Korean people, these Korean pop stars, have you heard the, th the thing about them being like worked to the bone? Like they're absolutely like whipped. And I wonder what the deal is. Like the people that create, um, you know, BTS didn't just emerge out of nowhere. It's a, it's a group that was created by like the uh, Korean equivalent of um, whoever started the Backstreet Boys who fucking molested and raped, all, butt-fucked all those guys for uh, centuries. Who's that guy's name? Who created Backstreet Boys? Lou Pearlman. Oh, man, Lou Pearlman's been in so many asses. It's insanity. So the Korean version of Lou Pearlman is probably standing on the side of the stage with, like, a cattle prod or something, ready to, to jump, lash out at this guy like Jocko Willink and take him, take him to the mat in a pair of pajamas. And look at how much foundation, look at how much foundation these Korean guys are wearing. Can you imagine if you if you washed that off, what it would look like? You just have these sleep-deprived, like, absolute skeleton, like, oh, please help me, please, God. I'm, I'm being tortured by the Korean Lou Pearlman. Um, <clears throat> all right, hit, hit play. How can Jimmy not feel a little eerie being surrounded by this, um, some guy's gay harem? Who created BTS? <laughs> Bang Si Hyuk. <laughs> Big Hit Entertainment CEO. Bang Si Hyuk. Let's look up what this guy looks like. Hold on. So they were, they were able to pry him out of, uh, some guy's ass for long enough to take this picture. <laughs> Yo, he looks like he just got done in that picture. He just finished up. In that picture, he's like, um, he's like, oh, let me clean up. 
I need to clean up. This guy was dirty. This guy was messy this time. Hee <laughs> hee. So again, this headline is Park Jin Young and Bang Si Hyuk fought over socks when they used to dot dot dot. And I'm not reading the rest. I don't care what the rest says. I know what it says. It says they fought over the socks because they're both they're both in defeat. So they fought over who got to bust out in the uh, dirty socks of the uh, fucking BTS victims there. Let's let's get Lou Perlman on the scene. Let's call him. Lou, are you there? Yes, I'm here. I was just boning uh, one of these guys. What do you need, Sam? Nothing. I just wanted to make sure you were still into that shit. Jimmy Fallon, why aren't you weirded out by this? Please help me now. Jimmy Fallon, you're the only one, but you're too drunk to help. Please. Jimmy's Jimmy's too busy doing an alcohol to be paying attention to the bad vibes. Oh yeah. Had a, had a guy come and set up a green screen behind him. Oh yeah, you think so? Yeah, that makes sense. Is that the roots? Yeah. What the fuck? Isn't that isn't that what they call cooning? Aren't they cooning? They had the roots do that noise. That wasn't BTS doing that noise. That was the roots. Cooning. But they cooning. A, imagine that a black getting a black man on television making him go hoo hoo, and that ain't right. That ain't right. That bothers me. I don't want to see that. I'm not racist. That bothers me. If you're black, you're watching this. It bothers me as much as it bothers you. Okay, show this video to Ice Cube. Let's get the Ice Cube reaction on this video. What's he think? What's he thinking? Ice Cube, hit me up. Let's politic. Um, this video, the note that I took down was: I wonder how many adults would notice if you put them in front of a baby mobile. All day. Probably not a lot. Side note, you should go watch THX 1138 if you haven't seen it, seen it already. These guys are North Korean. These actually, the thing, the thing about B, uh, BTS is they're North Korean. They're not South Korean. Because they, they needed to find guys that were um, uh, fearful enough and, um, uh, you know, scared enough of the bullwhip and the, the mace and the... Cattle prod and whatever other tools uh, Lou Pearlman is using on them. Did you guys know I invented Black Lives Matter? The not the move, not the political movement, but the phrase. I was at a um, I was at a meetup. Um, it was a Trump meetup, obviously. But across the street, there was a meetup of these black people. They were talking about reparations. They were talking about um, the New Deal, the new contract with America, and. Um, the guy, the guy came up to me and asked me to sign a petition. And I said, uh, hey, listen, you trying to get me to sign a petition? Do I, really need to, do I really need to sign paperwork to show you that black lives matter? And he looked at me and he said, what? And I thought he was pissed off. I said, what? You want me to? I, of course I think black lives matter. I don't need to sign a petition for that. And he said, he said hey, brother, you just gave me a great idea. Thank you very much. 
So um, that's a serious story, by the way. That's 100% serious, I promise. Um, you know, I don't, not that I, not that I support them, but um, anytime you hear Black Lives Matter, you're hearing something that I invented. I think that's the interesting part about it. That's the only reason I mentioned it. I'm not trying to make a point which way or another. I'm not trying to influence you to vote or do anything of this types of nature, but I'm just saying that um, uh, I invented Black Lives Matter, and um, a lot of people, a lot of people, are upset by that. I, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with them using it. I don't expect like a uh, royalty checks or anything like that. Um, you know, I just want them to. I want. I want everybody to do as good as they can. You know, get get all the help you need. Um, <clears throat> working on my stand-up routine now. Ten signs you might have lupus. Dude, my stand-ups... I should be doing stand-up. I've been watching some of these stand-up videos. This shit is fucking ass. Shit is garbage ass poo-poo. Ten signs you might have lupus. All right, well, number one. If you can't tell time anymore, if looking at the hands of a clock makes you confused or frustrated or I feel like an uh, un, unlabelable form of anxiety. And you don't know why. And then you think about it and you realize, what the, f what? I can't tell time anymore. And this is just for analog clocks. Okay, digital clocks obviously is a separate thing, but you might have lupus. Number two, if you go outside and you start feeling static electricity, coming at you and it gets worse as you move away from buildings and you go out and stand in the middle of an intersection and it feels like you're getting hit by lightning okay i hate to tell you this but you might have lupus all right <clears throat> number three let me light up a smoke here while i'm telling you this stuff so i don't want to take my time with this you know people man people always say they always hit me up wish you and charles were still together if me and Charles were still together, the shit we'd be saying would be so... I don't know, it's, it's like a meme, okay? And it's annoying because it's not going to happen. And it's also a past... It's the past, okay? And it's happened. And it's the, there it is. But the fucking shit we'd be saying would be so off the chain. Anyway, I got to light up a smoke real quick here. And don't message me that, okay? I know it would be good, okay? I get it. I've 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 done the I've gone down that path. I know. I understand. I've tried, okay? I get it. So you can keep your mouth shut about that when you talk to me. And, and in fact, don't talk to me. That's another another thing. Um nothing personal, okay? But listen, I'm a celebrity. It's not like my time is free, okay? I can't be fucking uh I'm not like John Krasinski where I think I should be thanking you. For being a fireman, all right? If you're a fireman, keep that to yourself. I don't want to hear that. Hey, Sam. Man, I can't tell you how many times these fucking cops and firemen DM me. Hey, Sam. When I was uh, when I was deployed as a fireman in Iraq, uh, we were listening to Hyde Wars all day. Listen, buddy. I don't care if you were listening to uh, the Jesus and Mary chain. Okay? I don't care if you were listening to... Uh, what are some 90s rock... Alt rock bands. I don't care if you were listening to Alice in Chains, okay? I don't care if you were listening to uh, the presidents of the United States of America, okay? She's lump. Peaches, all right? I don't care. What I want to hear, what I want to hear is nothing. 
because I'm not I'm not fucking John Krasinski. You save that for John. Fucking go to t- go to him. Go litter the SGN YouTube comments page with your hero hero salutes and hero hero attention baiting. That's like when women um you know when when women go, "Do you really love me? Do you actually love me? Do you really?" That's like that's what I hear when I hear a troop saying that they uh, they fought for me in Iraq or whatever. Look, I'm not going to give you attention. Okay, dude, I'm not I'm not going to um I'm not going to go out of my way to make to give you serotonin, make you feel good for uh, ostensibly sacrificing your life because you saw a commercial where someone was being promised $33,000 for uh, a new uh you know, the new Camaro fund. That's the that's the joke, right? But that's the reality of it is that you're you, you signed up cuz you wanted a new Camaro. And I can't I don't give a shit about your Jeep Compass or your Jeep Liberty or whatever whatever it is that you squandered your money on after you got back your bonus for taking uh, Iraqi scalps for popping heads. Listen. Hey, for all you, for all you know, I'm a fucking hero too, and I'm more of a hero than you are. How about that? How about this? I don't just I don't talk about it all the time because I don't need welfare. I don't need your uh, I don't need to. Make to to make you feel to throw a pity party for me like I'm in a wheelchair like I'm a deaf guy in a wheelchair every ten seconds every ten fucking seconds taking taking an attitude with the waitress at Olive Garden because there's too much ice in your drink because you're a veteran. You think she wants to hear that? Yeah, your your sacrifice was so noble. Now that you come here and lord it over the uh, the Chick Fil A guy when he doesn't give you the military discount. Third sign, you might have lupus. <laughs> God damn, man. Uh, now listen. If you ever get a phone call at um, sometimes 4.30, sometimes closer to 3.30, usually on a Thursday, and the guy on the other end, he knows things about you. Not crazy things, not mystic fortune teller things, but he knows things. And a few of those things, a few of those things are regular things that he could have figured out from talking to family or friends. But one or two of those things are things that he would have to have known what you did earlier that day, earlier that week, in order to sort of, in order to suss that out. You get that phone call, you might have lupus. (laughs) Damn. Okay. One of these days, you're going to be walking around. You're going to be walking around with your girlfriend. You're going to be holding hands. She's going to be talking about marriage. She's going to be talking about babies. She's going to be talking about the usual rigmarole, okay? The usual suspects. All right. And you're going to be you're going to be saying, yeah, of course, honey. Of course, baby. In your head, you're going to go, yep, 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 yep. Keep talking, bitch. Keep talking, okay? I know what you fucking did. I know what you fucking did. I looked on your phone. You fucking whore. Okay? You're, in two more days, you're out of here. As soon as I secure... My travel and lodging, you're out of here, okay? You're going to be walking, you're going to be thinking this, you're going to be having this exact conversation, okay? No bullshit. A pack of wild dogs is going to come out of nowhere. And it's not going to seem too threatening at first because there will be small dogs mixed with large dogs and it will look like there's a, you know, a dog walker, let them go or something. Or you're not going to, you're going to try to piece, piece together how these dogs came around. But they're going to start to follow you. You're going to think, oh, it's my sandwich. So you leave the sandwich in the trash. Keep walking. 
they're still following you. You're going to start to think. You're going to start to put two and two together. You're going to say, hey, to your girlfriend, what do you have in your bag right now? You're going to find out. It's my girlfriend. She's got beef jerky in her handbag because she's a pig. So you throw the beef jerky out. You keep walking. They're still following you. So finally you're going to say, it's because we're humans. They're attracted to humans. We need to split up. Go back and meet me at the car, and we'll meet up from there. We'll try to, we'll try to shake these dogs together. We'll just go our separate ways. We'll try to shake them. She heads off. None of the dogs follow her. They're following you. You might have lupus. Dude, stand-up is so bad. Some of that shit I was watching, it's just fucking garbage. And I'm not talking about Nanette. I'm not talking about that uh, fat fucking nasty bitch. What's her name? Alice Dyke? Fucking Jamie Dykeman? The bitch. The Douglas bitch. That fucking piece of shit. Fat fuck. Fat ass fucking fuck. That uh, Bert Kreischer and Brendan Schaub have to look at her stand up and go, It's brave. It's different. I get it. Bert Kreischer. The ultimate. Ultimate coattail rider. How can you, how could anyone watch? I guess people watch his shit, they think it's funny. I guess people watch Burt Kreischer and think it's funny. I can't, I cannot believe it. But I'll let, I, you know, I gotta, it, it is what it is. What can I say against it if people think it's funny? I mean, it's whatever, this fucking shirtless monstrosity, this absolute unf unfunny, like, mood killer, mood killer. Man, when he laughs at his own jokes... Oh my God! But Hannah Gatsby—that's not what I'm talking about when I say stand-up's bad. Hannah Gatsby is uh, Hannah Gatsby is spoken word, spoken word performance for lesbians, and I have no—I have nothing against that. Okay, it's not funny stand-up. It's—I don't think it's supposed to be funny. It's—it and it was funny. Han, the Hannah Gatsby shit—it was fine. As I was watching it, I was thinking to myself, you know what? Let's give this a fair shot. I'm going to imagine that I'm a GLBTQ woman. I'm watching this. It's it, The parts that were supposed to be funny were funny. To my hypothetical GLBTQ woman that lives in my head, they were funny. So it's fine. It's not, it's, it's not the type of shit that I watch and I go, I understand suicide. I understand final rest. I understand mass murder. I understand. I'm not saying I condone it. I'm not saying I think that people should be violent. I abhor violence. I don't, uh, I hope nobody ever does anything violent ever in the world and life at all. But the fucking Steven, the shoot, shooting up the casino thing, I see that. The shooting up the casino, firing a, a machine gun into a crowd. Not that that was, had any real human motivation. That was like a CIA arms dealer or whatever. But that type of event, I see that and I go, and I don't go, oh my God, the loss of life. No. I see that and I go, well, you know, a few of them were Burt Kreischer fans, hopefully. <laughs> For real, though, that's what I think. I'm not even hating on Burt Kreischer. I don't, I don't hate him. It's just like, I, I think that um, in a perfect world, he wouldn't exist and his fans wouldn't exist. And anybody that really finds that shit funny 
that's not, you know, like 14 or is like excited by the potty talk and the, the taboo words and whatnot or whatever. Anybody with a developed human, ostensibly developed humanoid sense of humor who watches that and thinks it's funny or worth wasting time on, like, sh shouldn't exist. And I don't think they should be like tortured to death. But I'm saying, you know, a gas chamber, some humane way would be, would not, I'm not saying they should do that. I'm saying that that would not, I would not be weeping over it, okay? I would not be thanking the CIA every day and weeping over this loss of life. Listen, the Hannah Gatsby thing, look up Nanette, look up the trailer for Nanette and the trailer for Douglas. Not you, Jesse, I'm just telling the audience to do that. This is not the type of shit that I take, um, take, uh, what's the, take, take umbrance? What would I say for that? You, you've used the word umbrance multiple times. You know what umbrance is. This is not what I would be getting my getting all up in a cackle about. I would not be getting my cackles up over this, okay? It's Nanette. It's spoken word stuff for GLBTQ women. It At the points where it's supposed to be funny, it's funny if you're a GLBTQ woman. Where she goes, oh, and he's a real cunt, ain't he? If you're to that audience, that makes sense contextually. It's good. It's well-written. It's not, it's not the type of thing that makes me think that when I die, I will be finally at rest and at peace. I'm just like, oh, that's Nanette, that's over there. That's something that's not for me. I don't need to ever watch that again. That's over there. It's whatever, okay, GLBTQ social commentary. She hates that Trump bloke, guy. Eh? Whatever. Okay, why wouldn't she hate that Trump bloke? That's fine. That's not my thing. Burt Kreischer, if I had to, if I had to watch Burt Kreischer... Every day, if I had to watch Burt Kreischer every day, if this was like a, tor a torment for me, if it was like an hour of Burt Kreischer every day, I I might uh, take my take my life. I might sit in a sit in a car. I might sit in a nice warm bath, open my wrists, you know, get uh, take some pills, whatever. Have a, have a um, you know, fucking invite some girls over. And just take it, take myself out, you know, if I had to watch uh, Burt Kreischer every day. If I had to watch Nanette every day, if this was like a torture for me, you've, you've, you've sinned. You've got to watch Hannah Gatsby every day for one hour. I would, you know, as long as it's new material, I'd be like, okay, I guess I'm watching this fucking shit now. Whatever. Uh, I'll just, uh, I'll offset it by, uh... But if I had to watch Burt Kreischer every day, uh, it would be light. It would be lights out for your old pal here, and I mean that. That shit is just soulless. I'm not. I'm not picking on Burt Kreischer. I don't want to pick on Burt Kreischer. Just modern stand up. Stand up is so bad. Oh my god, stand up is so fucking bad. The setups and the jokes and the things they the things they think are worthwhile to talk about, and then the punchlines, they just all they just all gotta be uh, should all shoot themselves. All right, that's enough. Um, Thank you guys for listening. If you have, um, send me, uh, send me what you think. If you got any tips for me, don't send in that you liked it or you didn't like it. I don't want to hear just a one line thing about your opinion. If you have any thing to add that would, uh, make it better next run around, then email me at this address and, um, be, uh, you know, have tips, not just, not just feedback. It was great. Fucking write what I can do differently next time around if you made it this far. 
And also, if you made it this far, you shouldn't be listening to two-hour-long podcasts, okay? Maybe once in a while if you're real depressed, but um, listen, I'm making this right now because you fucking people begged me to make it. I'm not making it because I want to be famous. Every five seconds, you should do podcasts, you should do podcasts, you should do podcasts. You really have that much time? You need a new podcast to listen to? You need another two hours of your day sucked up? Hey, if that's you, I'm not going to deny you that uh, that privilege, okay? I need the money. But I'm, I am going to tell you to find a way to stop doing it, okay? You can taper down. You can stop. I would say stop listening to the other podcasts first. Then when you really um, almost weaned yourself off the uh, bedtime stories, then you can shut me off, okay? But in the meantime, uh, start working towards that, all right? I don't know what you're going to do, but... Um, Maybe go do some push-ups or something or just meditate or scream. Start screaming. Just go out, walk out into the rain and scream. Uh, uh, you know, expose yourself on a Zoom call. Do whatever you got to do. But um, you got sh- to shut the entertainment. Turn the, turn the fucking phone off. All right, that's it. I'm going to... Uh... <gasps>